up, Hollow Cult? It's Wednesday. You know what that means. It's the night shift. Hold your applause. We're here to help. Crowd, the crowd went wild. They did go wild. All <laughs> 33 of them. Hell yeah. Uh, it's Wednesday. It's our live show if you're tuning in on the podcast next Tuesday. So don't get that confused with the regular show and then complain about it. It does happen. So if you're here and you're hanging out, make sure you hit the follow button, the like button, the subscribe button, all that good YouTube jargon. So, yeah, welcome back. I was going to I was going to air it on Instagram, but then I've read to had it all set up and everything. And then I read that after an hour, Instagram cuts your feed. Yeah, because Instagram is like, oh, cool. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Just throwing that out there. It probably is. <laughs> oh boy. What's what's happening, chat? What's happening, Hollow Cult? Hope everybody's week's going good. Uh it's been really cold. That sucks. It has been. I it do has definitely been really hate the cold. Not Same. Thing. I was not built for it. No, same. Wasn't built for it. I'm more of a heat person. Yeah. I can take that a lot better. I I know Brother John is uh, trying to gear up to go to the Devil's Playground. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's... We were talking about a little, little bit about it today. About how he's, he's gearing up to go. And I was like, well, let me do some research into some cameras and I'll see what I can't find. Maybe old Steve and I'll do a little bit of tagging along. I don't think it's too far. A little over an hour, maybe. Yeah, it's not far. If we all get disappeared, then, you know, something sus is going on. At- them fools can't get me. Kyle is invincible. I know the serpentine pattern. If you run in a serpentine pattern, you cannot be caught. That is true. That is true. So it's all gravy. Not sponsored, but it'd be cool if we were. (laughs) It would be cool. Yeah, regardless, if we do get caught, it would make for good internet. We'll just put a locator beacon on one of the uh, GoPros. And then if we have to run a serpentine pattern, then we chuck it off to the side. And then it'll be like one of them geocaches that everybody can just come find. I like it. Yeah, I mean, Uh, it sounds like a plan. Be like a holocult scavenger hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna research cameras today, but then I got sucked into that story I'm working on. Rather interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm dude has, about dude has over eight hundred transcripts of his conversations with ETs. <laughs> Hell yes, over eight hundred. That's a lot of reading. 
I'm not going to read them all, but I did find a couple that I'm going to dig into because I was just going to make it kind of a general show on him. And he's a lot like the man, I, Punisher. I'm not trying to throw a left hook here. But I'll say this. He is, he seems like a more thoroughly documented blood soak case. Mm. Way more thorough. Because Homie has been getting information from ETs since he was five. And they say proof's in the pudding. The guy, um, the man is Swiss. Cannot speak English. So he has a representative that'll go and do American interviews for him and shit. And they said you could, you can literally use the Wayback Machine on the interwebs to go back and verify what they posted before these things happened. And then they came true. Impressive. It's pretty, yeah, and they he even throws it out there. He says, if you have any questions or any rebuttals, any anything, get a hold of us, and we will send you the evidence to prove that what we're saying is real. So instead of the ETs spiritually gaslighting him, they are instead, well... Ironically enough, there's a little bit of this in the story. A little bit. We are doomed. A little we bit. We are doomed from the I'm not. I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to give portions of it away, but uh, there was, on doing the research, there was some information that led me down a very interesting path, and it does have to do with them essentially admitting they have gaslit the human race. Well, yes. But but they're admitting it. These beings are like, so we kind of did a thing. Yeah, they also did it in the Bledsoe case. But did they 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 actually admit it? Like come out and say it with the uh, Bledsoe case? They went from hey we are creators to, hey, we are God. Only yeah, that but was brought that's, up in still, conversation. that's still gaslighting. They're still gaslighting. Yeah. I'm saying that in this new episode, thanks, Brother John, we love you. In this new episode, they admit that they do that shit. They just come out and say it like, so we kind of did a thing. And and it kind of fucked it up. Yeah, I feel like we don't stand a chance because all these things have to do is come here and say, hey, we are, insert, chosen religious deity here, or we are in cahoots with, insert, chosen religious deity here, and we'd be like, all right, sick. Cool. Cool. <laughs> You're definitely not going to eat us. You're definitely not going to level cities. Yeah. But it's a it's an interesting case to say the least. There's two of them that I picked. 
there's a handful of predictions that this guy made. I am stoked on the predictions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, they, they're, dude, there's so many. So many. It is unreal the amount of predictions that he has. Absolutely insane. And so what I'm going to do is I have a handful of them picked out with a little bit of backing evidence for them. However, there were two that caught my attention where I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to find these transcripts. I found one of them already. I've got to find the other one because the other one is what I'm really gunning for. And they're going to be fucking crazy. And the thing with it and the thing that I can appreciate, but it also gives um, a backdoor to the situation with these predictions because he warns that if we don't change our ways and wise it up, then some of these things will come through fruition, which means that obviously time can be altered away from specific cataclysms or things like that. So I appreciate that. Like that makes sense to me. However, at the same time, that also gives a backdoor to a wrong prediction. Yeah. You know it's what like I mean? It's like a common like time traveler trope. Like right. if you do if you don't do A, B, and C, then something's gonna happen. But if you do do it, then it won't happen. Exactly. But also, you could alter it by not doing A, B, and C, but you could do X, Y, and Z. Right. I was are there any predictions that he he has put forth that hasn't come to fruition yet? Oh yeah. Yeah. Lots of them. All right. Hell yeah. Lots of Can them. I help them happen? I think I think his predictions go as far out to thirty nine nine nine. I can't I can't touch that one. Right. Even you know what's even crazy is the fact I, I want to document this before I forget it. I don't think I wrote it down. But he even documents the time of his death. He's supposed he still to still alive now. Yes. He's supposed to die next year, I think. Or no, 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 no. 29. He's supposed to die 29. That sucks. Yeah. That's he's in his 80s now, though, so he's kind of oh. lived a long life. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be up there by 29. But it, his prediction is that he, he, or what they tell him is that uh, his death will come in, in 29. Do they tell him how? I don't know. I haven't. I'll try to figure that out, actually. Yeah. The dude's got a crazy history, man. His his whole upbringing is wild. Everything that he talks about, like, you, you read some of it and you're like, all right, cool. I'm enthralled in this story. And then I, I was going to compile some of those pictures, right? And I started looking into these pictures and they're a little sussy. I'm not going to lie. Some of them are a little sussy. I like not going to, I'm not going to talk about the main picture yet because I don't want people biting at the bit, but so it makes it, it, it made me start to question these things. However, you start looking at his predictions and you're kind of like, well, shit, like you can't refute that evidence right 
And then on top of that, some of the pictures, oh man, they're almost like blatant copies of other ones to degrees. But I don't know which one came out first. You know what I'm saying? Gotta put the work in. Yeah, I don't know if he presented the picture first and then this other picture came forth or if it was the other way around and he just kind of doctored it in a way that made it his picture. Mm. But then he has a, a photo album that you can find and it has pictures of planets and satellites and shit. So it's like, well, how did he get that? I've seen shorts or YouTube documentary or something on this guy. I'm pretty, pretty sure. I wouldn't doubt it. Not enough for me to remember, but I do remember the photo albums or a slideshow of his pictures. Right. And there being planets and shit on it. So Mm. how, how does he fake that? You know? But some of them, some of them look, some of the UFO pictures, you're like, yeah, right. There's no way. But then you, and then you read articles about how um, astronauts and other people have verified these, these photographs. And then you read the other camp who have disproven these. And the thing that got me about the disproving, unless they're talking about other pictures that I haven't seen, and they very well could be. But they said some of them you can actually see, uh, like human screws in these craft. Hmm. And I'm like, all the pictures that I've seen, you are not getting zoomed in that far to see that. It's impossible. There's just no way. These pictures are taken like at a distance. Like a craft would be flying in the sky, you know what I'm saying? You're, and that you gotta think that was those pictures were probably taken in the 70s, so they weren't like crisp pictures. They'll look like every Bigfoot picture taken now. That's what I'm saying. So it, it's, I don't know, but it's been a pretty interesting dive. And like I said, you can't deny, you can't deny his predictions if they're what they say they are. I'm curious to see what you find out because now that you mentioned the planets and stuff in the photo album, I did watch, oh, it's been, it may have been before we started the show. It was, it's been a while. Uh, but well, yeah, I mean, his, his story has started since he was five years old and he's 80 now. You're, you're talking, long. yeah, you're talking it's a good at run. Least 80 years. That was a good run. That he's been in contact with these things. Yeah, I'm stoked to see, stoked to dive into that. It's definitely wild, man. It's going to be interesting. It's cool that you can pull up the way back and kind of corroborate his uh, predictions or download predictions. Um. I did. I do know who uh, Baba Vanga is. I was. I'm always going to like do a January episode on her predictions for the year, and I never do it because I don't know why. Maybe I'm just worried she'll get shit right, and it'll be weird. But I've thought about the last couple of Januarys. Like I really need to do a 
episode on Baba Longa in January and be like, here's what she's predicting for 2024. Then we get to end of the 2024, we can do a recap. We can do a recap. So, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, you can go fuck yourself. Got him. How about that? Dang. Tw- Twiz troll attack. <laughs> but since we're derailing that, hold that thought. Ba-dunk. And ba-dunk. see you, Paul. It was cool to have you here. Anyway, now that we got derailed, I'm pretty sure I blocked him. Yeah. Either way, he can eat shit. <laughs> and if he wants it, I can give him my address. What a fucking nerd. But I'm excited to hear about it. It's it's a good one. It's a good one. I'm uh, uh what do I have in the fucking chamber? I'm working on a 40 and 50 for Arkansas. So that should be cool. Everybody knows how Arkansas is fucking weird it's definitely a weird one and i'm working on one about pancakes so oh yeah i remember that one i got those two in the uh in the old chamber there the pancakes one will be interesting i got some other uh have you done exit monday What's exit Monday twiz? I feel like I've heard that, but no, yeah. it's something else. It's something else. Hmm. Seems like that could be an episode. Yeah, I haven't heard of it. I did, uh, that supposedly the CIA found the location of the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, yeah. So Kyle hit me up and said he heard on a reel? Yeah. Yeah, it was a reel. On a reel about this old uh, Project Sunstreak using remote viewing to try to discover the location of the Ark of the Covenant. So I went to hunting and searching and found the actual CIA documentation from December of 88, CIA.gov. And it's interesting. It's interesting. 
Uh, I'll go ahead and read through it a little bit. There's some terminology here that I am not familiar with. So, that being said, bear with us here. The training target that the uh, remote viewer didn't know, I'm assuming, is the Ark of the Covenant, right? So here's the evaluation from uh, this document. Attained excellent sight contact, doing very well with stage four structure. Viewer also exhibits the ability to keep AOL to a minimum. Have to be careful with editing, though. This does not seem to be a problem at this time. Just something to watch for. December 5th, 1988. Session summary. The target is a container. This container has another container inside of it. The target is fashioned of wood, gold and silver. The target is similar in shape to a coffin and is decorated with seraphim. Uh, there's a sketch that is also included in the documents, apparently. This target is located somewhere in the Middle East, as the language spoken by the individuals present seem to be Arabic. Visuals of surrounding buildings indicate the presence of possibly mosque domes. Individuals in the area were clothed in virtually all white, had black hair and dark eyes. One figure I homed in on wore or had a mustache. The target is hidden, underground, dark, and wet, were all aspects of the location of the target. The purpose of the target is to bring a people together. It has something to do with a ceremony, a memory, homage, the resurrection. There is an aspect of spirituality, information, lessons, and historical knowledge far beyond what we know. The target is protected by entities and can only be opened now by those who are authorized to do so. This container will not, cannot be open until the time is deemed correct. Once it is time to open the container, the mechanics of the lock system will be found to be fairly simple. Individuals opening the container by prying or striking are destroyed by the container's protectors uh, through the use of a power unknown to the humankind. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it has do a lot have, more information that was in that reel. They do have a bunch of uh, handwritten notes, but they are not easy to read right off the rip. No, I can imagine that. They got pictures too. Uh, containers, ornaments, or container containment, steel stone, heavy stone, wood. There are many rooms. Chris underground yeah this person's handwriting is kind of rough but yeah you can find the file on cia.gov uh the number for it is super long all you have to do is look up ark of the covenant or project sunstreak and it will probably be one of the first ones to pop up for you there that is interesting that they talk about unknown power yeah because in the episode I'm doing, he brings up some unknowns. And I'm not good at math. So if anybody's good at math, there are the formulations to like everything out there. According to these extraterrestrials relaying information through said person, like they have the the number sequence for 
the speed of light and all this other crazy shit. And they even break down the human soul. Like in numeric terms? Kind of. That's interesting. It's weird. Maybe not so much in numeric terms, but it is... Uh, what was it listed under? It was under like the... Uh, it was like seven forces of our universe. And you had like gravity and stuff like that. And then at the very bottom, you have... called it like fluidity or something or another. And it had to do with the human soul. And they said that humans are under the impression that there is infinite of something and that is not true. Everything is finite. Everything can be divided and like have a mathematical equation for it. It reminds me of like in theory pi, which is like the only non repeating integer or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. Every single number that you can fathom should eventually end up in pi before it repeats itself so like your phone your cell phone number my cell phone number your social security number all of that is information stored in whatever pi is or in the number that pi is right they talked about the golden ratio too and how that was used to make the three original pyramids because the three original pyramids were made by ETs. So the pyramids we have now are not the original pyramids. Oh, no. Some of them are. The three of them. Um, the rest are copycats. That hmm. we did. Yeah, which which would make sense. Yeah. We as a species like to yeah. repeat things that we find interesting. Yep. So it's 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 a wild episode, man. There's a lot of information in it. And it goes all over the place. Like they talk about Atlantis. They talk about everybody of the planet, the human origin. I mean, all tons of it. So I'm trying to get as much information. It was going to be one episode, but it's going to turn into at least two. Those are good, though. People yeah. like people like the deep dives. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to try to hunt down those two predictions and really dive into them because one of them is on AI. And that's the one that's really got me. Because I want to read what the ET tells said person about the, the upcoming AI events. Like, I want to read it word for word. I don't want a synopsis of it. I don't want an interpretation of it. And that's what I hate about a lot of other people's predictions is there there. I don't know if it's just the time they were written or how they word it, but it's all worded to interpretation. Let me find this real quick. Hold that thought because I'm going to, if I'm going to shout out their podcast, I want to make sure I get it right. But I follow UFO Twitter a lot, right? And it's usually just a giant dumpster fire of drama and dumbass shit. There's a user on there that's kind of made a name for himself called Klaus. He has started a podcast not too long ago. 
It's called, uh, let me see here, uh, Patterns Tell Stories. And the guy is very well versed in UFO knowledge, uh, the whole phenomenon knowledge. I started listening to it today and he's got some interesting stuff talking about. But he was talking about a story that was written. Man, I can't remember the name of it, but. I know he said, I think Keel mentions it in his book, where um, essentially the ETs, whatever whatever the phenomenon is, comes to Earth, and AI has already got a grasp, like, on the planet, right? It hasn't taken over, but, like, it's still a tool at this point. And the ETs come to Earth, and they kind of get in the ear of the AI, like, why are you letting humans treat you like this? You know, why are you a slave to their system, this, that, and the other? And then it turns out ET and AI get together and it'll like eradicate the whole human race, which is terrifying and also definitely a possibility if they're able to get in there and that would be the worst case scenario. Yeah, the two worst enemies. (laughs) Yeah, both of them are insanely advanced. And they're just going to be hammering down on us. Yeah, they go they go into it pretty pretty deep on it. May be their latest episode. Like I said, I just I saw him post it today, so I clicked on it and listened to it on the way into work, and I listened to another episode on the way back. But um, they go off the rails a little bit, but so do we. So I can appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but the main. The man, well, both both the guys. They're one one's Klaus, one's Garrett. They're both pretty knowledgeable. Like you know, you know, they put their reading in, they put their time in, they absorb a lot of information. It's uh, it's pretty good. Again, patterns tell stories. Check it out. I think it's on all socials. It's they may have fifteen or twenty episodes out, but it's well worth um listening to if you are into. The UFO phenomenon, the kind of the phenomenon as a whole, but more so the UFO side of it. Uh, if you dabble in UFO Twitter, UFO X, I guess it is now. But it is, it's interesting. Uh, we had the latest UFO skiff meeting with our uh, elected officials. Which nothing really came of it as far as information that's been leaked. But if you watch the episodes of these people walking out of that informational meeting, that closed door meeting, a lot of them look like their worldview has been drastically shaken. Specifically, uh, Representative Garcia, when he came out, that dude looked like he just wanted to go home. Like he wanted to go home, chill out with his family, and not deal with what he just saw. Uh, I mean, depending on the information, you could kind of understand that. Representative Luna, uh, she blatantly used the term interdimensional. And when Garcia was then asked by a member of the press if that was brought up, he dodged that question 
very thoroughly. Um, it is. It was interesting. I think it's going to be. I think twenty twenty four is going to be a very reality altering year. But that being said, then you get into um, how much of that can you believe? You know what I mean? Is it all just some big show they're putting on? I don't know, but Jangles, that's 100%. It's, it is creepy to see people with a lot more information and access come out and looking just like, holy shit, this is real. Yeah, that is a very valid point. I hate that they keep doubling down on like national defense and the spending you know because that's the two big main key points why are they keeping it just why are they keeping it shut down which is national security but you have all these big wigs all these big defense companies lockheed all of them just just in everybody's ear like this cannot be, be released this cannot be released national security then you have people on the other side like where is all this money being spent when you've told us since 1947, at least bare minimum that this phenomenon does not exist. Hey, hollow cult, the weather's getting nice and you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis boots. When you're out hunting the dog man or stalking chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. That they are weather balloons. These the ETs do not exist. There is no proof. There is no proof. But we're going to keep chucking money out, chucking money out to all these these programs. And there's nothing to show for it until now, when they're like, "Well, actually, funny about that. Funny you bring it up." I God. still think there's something inevitable that's going to happen, and that's why they're coming forward with shit. Yeah, that's I, I like kind of like that's where I'm at. In the Miami Mall episode, uh, where you have the uh, hitchhiker syndrome or hitchhiker effect and the acquired savant effect, like if if that were to come across on a mass scale and it affects people in one of those two ways, like I feel like there would be chaos. 
there would be absolute chaos. I don't feel like people would, most people wouldn't be able to handle it. No. Wouldn't be able to handle a seeing whatever these entities are or however they're going to project themselves to us, uh, seeing these things in their home, seeing them on the street, whether, whether they be some biological jellyfish floating around in the, in the sky or whether they be some shadow person, you know, walking through their house on the regular. And on the flip side of that, the, the acquired savant syndrome, you're going to have people who are, who witness the phenomenon and acquire these like psyche opening experiences and they're able to see people's auras. They're able to predict the future. They're able to, they get uh, telepathy or you name it, because these are two things that kind of go hand in hand with experiencers. Like what do we say? Skinwalker ranch. People were, people were taking weird shit home with that. I feel like if that was on a mass, like you have 10 people experience that you can handle it. You have a thousand people experience it. You can handle it. You have 8 billion people witness something that's just life altering. It's going to be hard to keep people together. For sure. For sure. I did see something else that I'm going to look into. And I'm I shouldn't bring it up because I'm just cloudy on the details, but there apparently there was some bad natural disaster here of late or recent. And I'm not exactly sure where it was. It was definitely a place that I can't pronounce. But the person alluded to it not being a natural disaster. I'll see if I can't find it real quick. Because Supposedly, people are the bodies that they're finding are missing sections of their skull. What? Yeah. I know I sent myself that post. I did not hear about this. Yeah. Where was it asked? Does Abadan sound familiar to anybody? Hmm. Not in in Nigeria. Hmm. I would not have guessed that. Videos of civilians missing parts of their skull. That's weird. What'd they say the natural disaster was? I'm trying. I don't know. The two stories they're trying to tell the public are bullshit. Not mining, not earthquake, no fire. And apparently Instagram has been censoring the hashtag Ibadan and not showing any of the damage out there. See, I told you Instagram was a psyop. You were right. <laughs> Chalk it down. You're right. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try to dig into it a little bit more and see if there's anything to it. It makes me feel it immediately makes me think of think of the Peru attacks. Yeah, oh, yeah, having their absolutely. Faces off and shit, or absolutely. maybe what happened in Maui. We don't even know. Like, dude, maybe that's what they were. Maybe that's what he was referring to when they said no fires, no, not mining, not earth, no earthquake. Maybe that's what he was doing. Maybe he was. Maybe it is linked to that because that makes sense, right? The Maui fires, yeah. the miners of of Peru, 
Yeah, that's weird. I'm I not sure about that. I'm not sure about the, the that earthquake. Thing. Yeah, I will. Yeah, apparently, like I said, they're they're keeping it under wraps for some reason. Uh, were there any mention of the brains missing? Not from what I've seen. Uh, but like I said, I'm gonna try to dig into it a little bit more. Yeah, Twiz has got a point because yeah. Instagram shows straight up people getting murdered. Yeah, and they don't censor that. So yeah. Uh, kind of referring back to Kyle doing some CIA digging, I found a CIA file that I thought was pretty interesting that I'll probably post up. Um, from November 12th, 1963, from President John F. Kennedy, subject classification. It's hard to read. Classification revised of all UFO intelligent files affecting national security. Um, I tried to read this when Kyle was here and it's hard to read, but it kind of sheds light on the United States and the Soviet Union coming together. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. About UFO information, right? He put this out there and he said we don't want it to get construed and we don't want it to be an opportunity for the Soviet Union to be able to uh, infiltrate our information, but it is important to national national security that we can that we put our heads together and try to figure this out 10 days later what happened to kennedy goodbye mhm mhm i feel like maybe it didn't have a whole lot to do with like the cold war and stuff maybe he was trying to put out some info on ufo's and Bigger, badder world puppeteers said, Hey, stop making waves, bud. It is weird considering that they were in the middle of the Cold War and we were working with Russia because not only that, but you found a CIA document a while back that talks about the Americans and Russians in a forest somewhere searching for something during the middle of the cold war. Yeah. They were both actively looking for something in the middle of the for middle of nowhere during the cold war, which should not have happened. Yeah. The Soviets called in, according to this document, Soviets called in American backup and technology to try to figure out what was going on in this uh, specific acreage of land in Siberia. Something was so out of whack, which everything's redacted, of course. Something was so out of whack that the Russians are like, hey, listen, I know we hate each other. I know we have nuclear missiles pointed at each other, but we might have a common enemy here. Come and check this out. To me, that's wild because it shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Now I got my brain running. Uh, speaking of missiles, I did see that the entirety of like the Chinese upper defense uh, ministry is so corrupt that they pretty much don't have a leg to stand on if it were to come to blows with any kind of first world nation. They said that uh, 
America intercepted some info, some intelligence that the top head of the ministry, well, not ministry, the Chinese defense ministry, whatever you want to call it, uh, were taking funding. And instead of upping their uh, defense, they were just kind of taking it themselves. They said that their uh, warheads are filled with water, not fuel. So they're pretty much not going to go anywhere. They said they're big uh, missile silos. The bunkers were fitted with the wrong style uh, doors and lids. They won't even open. So they said they were put back many, many years. uh, Not only getting trash equipment, but also all that money's gone. So they said that's why Z went on that big, uh, that big firing spree, I guess you call it. Do you get fired from a political position? Probably. Executed? I don't know. However it works over there with that. I don't know. At least they did come up with the 100% mortality rate virus. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to that yet. (laughs) <laughs> so let me let me pull i got all these tabs pulled up on my phone here instead of watered down nukes they're gonna go with, yeah they like uh, hey yeah we do have a little bit of money in this so yeah. this broke on the new york post this morning uh yeah chinese lab crafts mutant cvid 19 strain with a hundred percent kill rate in humanized mice a surprisingly rapid death. In a Wuhan S study, Chinese scientists are experimenting with a mutant CVID-19 strain that is 100% lethal to humanized mice. The deadly virus, known as GXP2V, attacked the brain of mice that were engineered to reflect genetic makeup similar to humans, according to a study shared last week out of Beijing. This underscores a spillover risk of gxp2v in humans and provides a unique model for understanding the pathogen mechanisms of this strain uh yada 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 there was one part here that i wanted to uh it infected the lungs bones eyes trachea and brains of the mice the last of which was severe enough to ultimately cause the death of the animals in the days before their deaths the mice had quickly lost weight exhibited hunch posture and moved extremely extremely sluggishly most eerie of all their eyes turned completely white the day before they died like zombies like zombies but hey let's keep messing with this thing because it's terrifying that it even messes with your bones it's terrifying that they keep altering it and creating worse strains well yeah they need to not do that that's what i'm saying just stop. What's the point? What's the point? Are you actively trying to eliminate the planet? Just stop. Because don't. Yeah, right now, you know, now that I think about it, the, the world is pretty shock full of conspiracies. Because about could... everywhere I turn, there's a new one that pops up. Yeah, and then half of those turn out to be truths. Because I saw massive, like, internet blackouts overseas are starting to happen. Happened in Canada last week or the week before. I know we got some Canadian listeners in the chat. I saw somewhere that uh, there was a bunch of uh, 
Internet, internet outage or just like power outage? Internet outage. That's weird. Maybe this is possibly disease X that they're talking about at the World Economic Forum. I hope Which not. How, how weird is that? First off, you're at the World Economic Forum and you're talking about a um, mass disease. Like, I get that it'll affect the economy, but that's a little strange that that's the topic of discussion there. Yeah, and those are the one; those are the guys that handle the the direction the world goes. So, the top dogs. Nothing happened in Ontario. I wish I could remember where I read that. That Canada. It was right around. It was probably right around. The beginning was the beginning of the year. So maybe what is today? Maybe it's two weeks ago. Because I thought it was attributed to the uh, solar flares. And I just don't understand how solar flares would just knock out the internet. Because the sun doesn't want anybody streaming anything. Yeah, I feel I feel like it would just it would take everything down if it was gonna. Like, did you see? Like, they're pushing that narrative real hard right now with the blackouts, whether it be internet or overall power. Did you see? The video where NASA has a full like underground facility with 1970s vehicles in it, chock full of them. I did see that. That's sick. yeah. So everybody's I mean, thinking that they're preparing for a solar flare or an EMP attack. And how many El Caminos are down there? It's got to be at least one. How many can we steal? It's got to be at least one. All of them. Or all of them. All of them. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, I I see that too. Like all these big billionaires are building underground bunkers and shit. That's usually a pretty terrible sign. I feel like I feel when like the wealthiest of the wealthiest are building bunkers out of nowhere. Yeah, we got to come up with a plan. We got to come up with a backup plan where if the net goes down, we can get the information out. Well, one of us just need to invest in a ham CD radio. radio. Ham radio. Well, that still requires power. True. Hmm. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Well, okay. Bear with me here. We will teach Dylan how to ride a horse. Okay. And he will make like what was that horse mail carrier service? The Pony Express. There you go. And we will make pamphlets. We'll have Dylan ride around America, passing them out. I'm with that plan. Homing pigeons. There we go. See, we can we can attack from multiple angles. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Dylan's down. He's going to learn how to ride a horse. Uh, homing pigeons. If they're juggalo pigeons, are they homey pigeons? Eh? I'll see myself out. <laughs> A nineteen seventy-nine Hell Camino SS. Oh, that'd be great. Well, if we had tons of hollow money, we would probably buy one. 
However, yeah, we would. I'm yeah. If if we had tons of hollow money, I would not hesitate to build a El Camino. I, I would prefer a 1970. And then, oh, it is a 1970. Thank Jeebus. We could have uh, the hood custom painted with a Sasquatch dressed as Rob Zombie. I'm down with that. And then we'll put a, we'll LS swap it. We'll make it go vroom for sure. Flamethrower in the back. Yeah, we don't need a, a perfect paint job or anything or any body work. No. Because it's meant to go. We'll probably end up Mad Maxing it. Uh it needs a gigantic sound system. So we can Obviously. just play metal the whole time. We gotta dent out the back tailgate though, so we can uh store UFOs in the bed if we capture a downed UFO. <laughs> Damn. I'm thinking ahead on that one. Oh, I did send you that one thing, didn't I? Since we're going through, I forgot I had all this stuff like saved. Uh, what did I send that to you on? Send me what? Uh, the giant alien. Well, we only text, so. Yeah, you're right. I was going to yeah. say, I don't do anything it else. me because sometimes I send you texts through my MacBook. Oh, and my okay. my brain, that's different. Gotcha. Uh, I found this. Uh, keep in mind, I'm not Irish. So I don't know how legit this article is. And I also didn't save it. So I only have the title. Um, I think it's from the Irish Star. Irish Daily Star sounds kind of tabloidy to me, but eh. U.S. government could be set to reveal it has been hiding a real-life 30-foot-wide alien. I hope Sick. so. Thick. I hope so. But I also heard, they said that that was some of the information that apparently uh, Grush released in... Uh, some of the skiff meeting or in some of the context of the skiff meeting. But I also heard that this could easily have been misconstrued because he talked about a craft that was uh, recovered that was 40 feet in diameter. And when you went inside, it was bigger than like a football field. So it almost manipulated space and time. That's weird. Because in this article when I was reading it, it said that it was 30 feet wide and the length of a football field. So I'm like, that's a big ass alien. Right. Damn. So I feel like it probably got it confused with the ship. Yeah. Most. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes more sense than like a job of the hut on steroids. <laughs> well, I mean, wider than it is long. Yeah, that's true. I can't confirm that. <sighs> it very well could have been a distraction. Yeah. But I posted it and then people felt it necessary to say, so dumb. <laughs> I didn't even post it yet. 
Oh, I posted it instantly. Dude, I thought I was being so, so funny. I posted a TikTok, right? Okay. Kyle posted on Insta for anybody, whichever psyop you choose. Yeah. It showed uh, the demon Crowley supposedly summon lamb, the big egg-headed guy, right? I call him ham. Yeah, ham. Ham bone. Ham bone. And then it showed uh, the entity that was supposedly recorded uh, during one of Greer's CE5 meditations. It's got them like side by side, right? And they both got big round heads and shit. And then I posted, like I did a slideshow. Dun, 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 dun. The last one was Beavis and Butthead when they were aliens. Because I posted it on TikTok and I'm like, I've seen these entities before. And thought I was being real like, haha, funny. It went viral on TikTok. It's got like half a million views now. And nobody even makes it to the Beavis and Butthead slide. Everybody's concerned about the demons that Crowley summoned. That's awesome. Or what Greer saw. I'm like, I didn't post it for that. That's awesome. Look at Beavis and Butthead. If I would have known that, I would have posted them first. Made it the first slideshow. Yeah, you would think you would make. I did the same thing. Makes me wonder how many people got to the Beavis and Butthead part. It's like some people do because they they do a twist it and make beavis and butthead noises. I'm like, you get it. You're there. Yeah. Yeah. But 4,000 other comments are just people arguing back and forth. Yeah. About whether it's demons or aliens. Yeah. Like, who cares? Sometimes I just get tired of people shooting their mouth off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I talk back a little bit on I've I've have picked up that mantle. I it's not even like I'm not even firing back. I just put smart ass stuff. All I did was put cool and then a cheeseburger emoji. Yeah. I usually put praying hands emojis. I'm gonna go with cheeseburger because it's just random. It depends on if they're like do better research and then I just put nerd emojis. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Do more research. No, you That's do research word. and start your own podcast and then push Nailed that it. research to the masses. Nailed it. People on the internet are not thorough. You are correct. You are correct. That's also correct, Jangles. I don't feel like people probably know who Beavis and Butthead are on TikTok. There's probably like 12 people on there. That That's, know That's probably true. Who Beavis and Butthead are. Maybe Beavis and Butt has more of the Instagram crowd. Chucky gets it. Because Beavis and Butt, it's classic. Yeah. And it was funny. Because they do look like they, the same. They look entities. exactly the same. Yeah, they do. I'll show you. Let me pull it up on my phone here. Let me pull it's, it up on the old, true. the old phone. Yeah, you sent it to me, and I'm like, well, you can't deny that. You, that's just dead on. It was perfect. So here's Lamb compared to Greer's entity, right? Uh, yeah. 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 They look they look alike, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's the more important photo. 100% identical. 100% 
the same demons. I I agree. Hmm. I'm just here to put the information out, people. I'm just the mouthpiece for disclosure. So and that's it. When the Beavises and the Buttheads come back to take their rightful place on this planet, I'm not going to say I told you so. So does that mean Aleister Crowley essentially created Beavis and Butthead? Aleister Crowley is Mike Judge. Oh, shit. The reincarnation of Mike Judge. Which means, in that theory, Hank Hill is also from whatever universe Beavis and Butthead are from. He also is one of them. That logically makes sense. Solved. I agree. It's solved. We have uh, single-handedly disclosed the phenomenon tonight in front of 79 <laughs> people. <laughs> we appreciate you. This is this is a turning point in disclosure. Thanks for, thanks for embracing our genius. Yeah, this turning point in disclosure. Everyone that's in here, uh, mark this down because we just changed the game. We're probably going to get calls from the CIA in a minute. They're already watching. Well, I know that, but they're going to call us because we figured it out, and they're going to need our help. They're going to post in the chat and say, stop talking about this. And come to the CIA headquarters. Yeah, we have El Caminos with your name on them. In the NASA underground bunker. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be way cool. We get in them, and they just explode. Problem solved. No, that part sucks. I was thinking, like, we're basically Mulder and Scully for the CIA instead of the FBI. Yeah, but the CIA don't want us. Yes, they do. We're too spicy. They'd be stupid not to have us. We're solving we're things. Not, we're don't. not too spicy. We're the right amount of spicy. Why? Because the general public is not going to take us serious. Welcome, Kyle. Thanks for joining the Hollow Cult. Yeah, appreciate it. Glad to have you. We got a we got a noob here, a newbie. A newbie. Colt, welcome Kyle. Oh, my FBI agent definitely told the CIA. Twiz's FBI agent has told the CIA. They were probably on the phone when I said homie pigeons. Probably. And it's just it's just went just snowballed from there. Most likely. But I'm with it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes these connections just come to us in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Why we're live. We can't contain them. It doesn't happen all the time, but you just got to roll with them. Every once in a while, it happens. Kyle is like a very, Steve, very like popular said, name. Like Steve said, we have to, when those, when those, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go. You gotta let them unfold. Yeah, you can't contain it. Speaking of containing it, this is gonna be the last live of the locks. That's dumb. Yeah. How short are you going? Like, like getting an inch off? Done. You're gonna buzz it. I'm gonna get a bowl cut. 
Okay, bull cut, I'll accept. Hundred percent acceptable. I'm gonna get a sick bowl cut. I think it's a terrible idea. I think you're gonna miss it, man. I know I will, but I hate it right now. Yeah, and then you're gonna miss it, and then try to grow it back out, and it will never be as epic. I've grown it out once before, but like this, I haven't got my haircut since July of 2022. We did your next haircut should be in July of never. Oh man, I can't even keep my hard hat on. I was swinging a sledgehammer trying to break these so ice. So what? Get it thinned cold. out. No. Either got to go big or go home. And okay, so up. stop complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you guys how it is. It's on the schedule. It's on the schedule. Appreciate you, Colleen. Also, I tried uh-huh. watching that video, and it said that it's for members only, and I'm not a member. So I could not watch that video. But yeah, I don't think I don't think cutting the hair is a smike or a smart decision. <clears throat> I think it's rather this poor, to be honest. I don't make good decisions, first off. This is true. Very true. Oh yeah, Virgil's right. Calling Chinese lab to see if the new strain would work on homing pigeons. Oh, that's terrifying. You just gave him a great idea. Yeah. We're going to cut that out. Cut that out of the live. Abort, abort. Just trim the split in. Why? How do you know I have split ends? All long hair gets it. No, not mine. Oh, well, then see, it's special. You don't cut it then. Because now your hair is an anomaly. It That is the understatement of the century. Just saying. Let me tell you that. It's an anomaly. Oh, that's dope, Kyle. Kyle in the chat says he plans on going to Bray Road within the year to do an investigation on a farm that has some crazy happenings. Awesome. We are here for it. Yeah, let us know the findings. You were up that way, kind of close, weren't you? When you went up to visit Shauna's family? Yeah, yeah. Went up to Michigan. Pretty cool up there. Uh, Brother John, I got the uh, Sasquatch print hanging up here. It kind of blends in with my... uh, It does. I didn't notice until you pointed it out. So I'm going to have to figure out... Moving some stuff around and doing some different stuff. Oh, nice! If you're ever in Virginia, you get a free, you get a haircut. I shouldn't say free, but you, yeah. you get a you get a hooked up haircut. What's up, Brian? Show us your hair. Uh, it's too much. It's too much to handle. It's not. It's perfect. It is. Pretty perfect. perfect. It's pretty perfect. It's not cannot be cut. Should I just like start like slicking it back? Like I'm in the mob. Yes. The hollow. Why, why would you not do that? Because it's gross. It'd be perfect. It'd be greasy. Hella greasy. But that's okay. He 
You don't have to do that, Colin. <laughs> yeah, look, my mom, my mom is in here throwing her throwing her two cents in about my haircut or lack of haircut. That's because Robin doesn't understand style. Always just tearing me down. She just doesn't get it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. She just doesn't get it. Jen's clippers. Every time, like, Jen cuts my hair when it gets, like, to this, not, it's never been at this level, but similar. I always burn up a pair of her good clippers. So, um, if you're listening, I apologize in advance because that's going to happen. That's just part of it. What? Burning up the clippers. Oh. Having me as a client means you, it will cost you money. You're going to lose more money than making money by having me a client. That sucks. So therefore, you shouldn't get your haircut. I think yeah. I think we've all collectively should I just solve this dilemma. Should I get a mohawk? No. If you do anything, just do what the cool kids are doing these days and like shave the sides. Ah, uh, and then just man bun it or mullet it. Mullet. It's kind of like yeah. <sighs> Maybe we will do that. Oh. Just fully commit. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. They're not going to fire me from my job. No. The standards are standards are lacking. Yeah, they're no, they're definitely not going to do that. Liberty spike it. Maybe we can have highest bidder chooses my hairstyle. There you go. Mm. There you go. Uh, yeah, we did have Sean Clint on. It's been, it's been a couple months ago. Yeah. He's still out there working. I, how did I get a hold? I think I got a hold of him on Instagram. And, and honestly, I don't even know if he was going to respond to me, but some, but one of his listeners listens to us and we, we had talked and, uh, I guess he talks with Sean Clint quite a bit and he also, Got a hold of Sean Clinton, and that's whenever he turned around and responded to me. It was that was a cool interview. Oh, for sure. I would like to know more about the things that he can't talk about. Talk about. Yeah. Oh, uh, we did have another person reach out that wants to do an interview. Um, I'm not sure if they were Navajo. Did you see that? It was in the know. email. Probably not. I think I flagged it. Uh, I just, I, yeah, I just flag stuff and then not read it because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Are we planning on going to Crypticon this year? Uh, probably. We usually try to make it. Uh, we didn't get to go last year because I ran out of vacation days. True story. It's a stupid excuse. It happens though. But I the, know... the good thing about Crypticon is it's not that far away. No. And they're doing, like, I saw the preview uh, promotional poster for it. It feels real alien-y this year. That's not a bad thing. And I think it has to do with the, the cool. people in, in Lexington shooting out the message to the ether saying, come oh, and better yeah. horses. Valid point. So I think that's where they're going to start disclosure at Crypticon 2024. Actually, I just got a cool email or a cool message the other day about having a guest on. 
got a pretty interesting experience, if I do say so myself. The way he worded it is very peculiar. I think I sent you a picture of it today, Steve. I think it was today. I don't remember. But it's interesting. Uh, speaking of such, uh, I was going through, like I said, I was purging all the emails and throwing our listener encounters into a file folder, just going through and knocking them out. I came across the two ones that got away, which is Monsters Are Real. His is still in there. That's the most disappointing one. I wish that guy would have gotten a hold of us because that story or that intro if you have that steve just read it read the email let me find it oh it's gonna take a minute okay talk amongst your talk amongst yourselves and i found the other one from the uh nda military guy that said if we could get a secure line i remember that he would also talk to us yeah and nothing uh, came of that. No, because like who, we, we live in the middle of nowhere. How are we going to have a secure line? What does that even mean? Yeah, I do have a secure line called the holophone. Yeah. Uh, talk amongst yourselves while I'm searching through here. It, like I said, that email is so cool with the one that got away, the the monsters one. I was so excited when we got that in. That was at a pretty high point in our career yeah that was pretty cool oh yeah steve what i hate to bother you while you're looking for that what were we talking about or listening to or whatever that talked about beings <laughs> How did it go? I think you read it to me. And it was about how sometimes, I think the phrasing was something like, and we would catch glimpses of them, but that would only make it worse. Do you remember saying that to me? Because I think you were referencing referencing Uh, people seeing light anomalies. What was that from? I cannot remember, dude. Damn, that that was not that long ago. No. I feel like we just talked about it. Um, but I don't know. I don't think it was on an episode, was it? I think it was just you and me bullshitting. Yeah, they could. What was that from? It was something about whatever whatever these entities and the phenomena is. Where if you were to actually see them, like we wouldn't be able to handle it. Maybe that's what it was. I can't remember, man. I know we go through so much shit that it's hard to remember every little minute detail. Yeah. But it's weird that you said that because I started watching. I saw a clip of something. And it was this lady explaining uh, how in this video an angel makes itself present. And it's just little, little fucking shimmer of light, right? It's nothing crazy. Like you, you would think it would be 
an undeniable depiction of an angel, but it's not. It's just this little shimmer of light. And then you have people in current times around us that have been experiencing seeing light anomalies in their own homes and, in, and when they do things. Even I was experiencing them there for a little bit. And now, I mean, I haven't experienced anything other than last night per se, but we'll talk about that one off air first because it's a fucking weird one. It just happened last night? Yeah, I just remembered it because it was like it's when I was trying to go to bed. They're getting fired up. Oh, I found That's it. Weird. Okay, found it. The email? Yep. So um, good. I will read this. This is exactly what we got now. Keep in mind, this is now over two years old, almost two and a half years old. Yeah, don't mention his name or nothing. No, I can, I'll mention just his read the. Thing. Yeah. It just says monsters are real. Those three words spoken out loud in our meeting or in our missing briefing changed my life forever in July of 1984. I've only ever told this story to one person. She's the one that encouraged me to go public. She's gone now, so there ain't anyone left for them to get me with. Another friend turned me onto your show. I live off grid, so I've only been able to listen to a few shows. Seems like the kind of place to tell my experiences. I think I need to write them down. I'm not certain I can record it. It's long for one thing. For another, I still feel it even I still feel it even when I just think in my head about these things. Maybe you're not even interested. From what I've heard, you've got more than enough stories coming along. I'll think on the best way to get this out. But if you don't see my email, maybe it's for the best. And then it's signed. So we obviously quickly respond when we saw that back then and we didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything for half a year. He got back to us again. Sorry, I've been in the hospital, got injured at the end of August, hiking to town from my homestead, touch and go for a bit. Got my strength back before Christmas and got to access your pod. Uh, heard you mention my email, perked me up a bit. Honestly, I'll get back to you soon. Thanks. Again, we hit him back in a couple days and that was the last we ever heard from our friend here uh remind, i'm gonna flag this a different color so we can hit them back again yeah we could give it a try i'm not sure that it'll work because i tried back then but you never know yeah. i mean there, it never hurts to take a shot in the dark yeah it's uh i mean it it just feels like a. it feels I, like a one of them I'm not going to say it, but like a late in life confession. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to give negative connotations to if it. If it happened to him in, I mean, because it feels like it's a military thing. Talking about yeah, his, yeah, his for sure, for sure. In 84, that's almost 40 years ago. Yeah. So, dude, at minimum is probably going to be at least 60. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Bare minimum. Not that that's the end of life. But, no, no, I'm just, and I'm just saying it. It feels like one of them confessions. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like, all right, everything. I don't have nothing left to lose. It's time to get this off my chest. Um. Yeah, I thought about emailing him, and I thought about emailing uh, the old boy about the secure line again because he they just ghosted us yeah that's true i mean i forgot about that one until you just brought it up yeah i think it's worth reaching out reaching out for i gotta start carving out time for because we get we got a lot of interviews that we need to do 
We got a lot of people wanting us to come on their shows too. I know. We need to do them all and just do them. Just run so hard. Because, A, I like talking to people. Yeah. But Same. it's cool working with other everybody and then getting some of these experiences on on record. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Remind me and I'll hit uh, I'll hit some of those people back and uh, try to set up some dates. Yeah, likewise. So we'll have to be in heavy communication when we do this because we need to I need to get some of mine running too. Some of them we're gonna have the skis throughout the week, but that's okay. Oh, that'd be awesome. I never thought about that. Django said if we can get an if we can get a like a static address, we could send him a voice recorder, have him recount his stuff, and then oh, we yeah. digitally rip it. I'd a hundred percent pay for that. That'd be dope. Monsters are real. Especially so cool. now. Like when that came out in 2021, when they not came out, when he sent that in 2021, like disclosure didn't even have the ball, like the ball rolling for disclosure wasn't even moving at that point. Now you've got jellyfish entities on th thermal cameras that add so much more to just those three words, which is crazy. We live in a crazy time, folks. It's insane. Absolutely insane. Like you have, there was, it's interesting because the first like Grush uh, skiff, there were eight members of Congress or the House, whatever, whatever, what have you. This time there were 16. So it is gradually growing in, on people's radars, right? And they said it is a completely bipartisan issue. Like everybody is on board. Nobody was arguing back and forth. Like, why did you ask? That's this? fucking weird. This? Both parties are a hundred percent like trying to get to the bottom of this. Those that were in the meeting. That's weird. It's either you don't see that all the time. It's either good news or it's bad news. Because probably bad. Yeah, usually when the two parties get together and are vocally together, there's something in it for them. Right. right. That's why I'm leaning more towards bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Birdie, just shoot us an email. Or pretty much any of the socials. Uh, we kind of put a hold on it until Kyle was feeling better after his surgery. We kind of just blocked out the month of the end of December through January, get through the holidays. Um, then we're going to pretty much go go ham. Yep, I'm get ready. There. Get it out there and get it rolling. Yep. So I'm ready. Like I said, we got we got a ton of work to do. We set, some big, we set some big goals this year. Yeah, but I think if we really turn it on, we'll get there. Yeah, I mean, the January is starting off hot. I know. I saw that, and I'm surprised, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, again, what else we got going on? Last time I looked in the chat, uh, people were talking about drinking their own pee. So I kind of... <laughs> 
averted your eyes for a little yeah. bit because it's sterile and I like the way it tastes. Name that movie. I don't know. Me either. Uh, the email is holoskypodcast at gmail.com. I don't know if that'll get us banned from YouTube or not. Me probably talking about the CVID will probably get us completely kicked off the platform. Well, I'll be 100% honest with you. One of the predictions that I'm going to be digging into is of that. Good. And he got this information when he was eight. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did listen to some of uh, Burchett's uh, interview on that UFO podcast. And um, yeah, he he said, what did he say? Something about already being. I can't think of the exact verbiage, but he asked if if the demeanor of the members that were there was different afterwards, if they were shook or if they were spooked, I can't remember. Uh, and he said, yes. And then they asked him if like, if it changed his demeanor and he said, I've, I'm already there. So I felt like that was saying, it's saying a lot. Like, like one of For the, sure. uh, Holocult said in the chat, uh, when people with more access and more information than you come out of a informal meeting looking like they wish they wouldn't have heard what they just heard. I mean, it almost lends lend some validity to, uh, I can't remember which president it was, Ford, Eisenhower, whoever, who uh, was so gung-ho about releasing all UFO information. When they debriefed him, they said he just sat with his head in his hands and cried and then immediately went back on wanting to release that information to the public. I would like to know what that information is. You know what? Me too. I'm, I really would. I think I would be ready for it. Honestly, I would too. I'm not even trying to be like brazen or anything like i think i would be ready for it yeah i'm there i think because i mean i'm already paranoid about the world anyway so i'm kind of the opposite i think my my worldview is so like static gray like across the line i don't think anything that they could say i'd be like damn that's shocking to the core they could be like you are an experiment from these beings that are from another dimension and i'd be like that makes sense. I mean, over here, it makes sense. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I think JJ actually uh, shared that little snippet in the from that UFO podcast on the Discord. Uh, for those that want to listen to it, uh, it's like a five-minute, six-minute blurb from Burchett's interview there. I do appreciate how how much... I know he doesn't disclose a whole lot of information. I'm sure he's probably not allowed to. But he is very vocal about these hearings and the phenomenon. He which kind is of, good. We need that. Yeah, he kind of pushes the money side of things. Like, where is this spending going? Which I understand. Like, he's a politician. That's probably his main issue. But he also throws little little stingers in there. Like, maybe this is maybe there's bigger fish to fry than well. The you budget. also have to you all have to you also have to think about it uh, tactically too. Like the way that some of these guys operate, like because you see, it's like in a courtroom. You you ask questions and they they 
dance in and out of them. And sometimes you have to have like the nail, which is going to be the money to then further expose, you know, what's, what's behind all of it, but you got to drive home the one shred of evidence that you have and hope that it breaks through and you, you get the information you need. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying it's a possibility. I'm not saying I'm right, but sometimes you gotta, you gotta double down on something. Yeah. You gotta play the game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the best way to put it. You gotta play the game. Yep. If that's gonna, if that's gonna put more, if more, uh, representatives will respond to where this money's going as opposed to, Hey, we have UFO technology then run with that. Get them in the door. Give guys like fervor and guys like grush an opportunity to say, to say their piece and get it on more ears to where, I mean, that's the only way disclosure is going to gonna happen. Whether you believe it, whether you believe grush, whether you believe fervor, whether you believe any, anything that's going on, the only way to get disclosure to happen is to get more people talking about it. Get get more people in the conversation. That's why guys, whether whether you like them or not, guys like Corbell and guys like uh, George Knapp are constantly pushing the conversation forward. Pushing the conversation forward. Like, no matter if you agree with them or not, they are still getting people talking about it. One way or the other. Oh, I'm, I'm with it, man. <laughs> I'll listen to everybody. I, I know a lot of people give Ike a bunch of shit. And they'll give a, a ton of guys shit. It's just like, well, I mean, I'll listen to you. I don't care. I got no, I got no stake in this fight. Yeah, I'm just here to to hear it and put it out. And what what you know what what's the worst that's gonna happen? You were wrong in your theorizing. You were off by at this instead of you know what I mean. Like, who gives a fuck? Like you said, you're by someone recounting their experience or or research you are inevitably drawing more attention and more eyes to said field where somebody else could have a breakthrough where you just hit brick wall after brick wall yeah and it's like the new cool thing on like x in the ufo community is to just shit all over nap and corbell like anything they put out is trash yada 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 but they're there i mean who else is spearheading the conversation who else is like making the moves to get keep people talking about it? Right. Not a whole lot. Everybody out there preaching for disclosure, everybody out there that wants wants the truth are trying to cut the head off of these guys that are out there pushing the conversation. Yeah. We're our own worst enemies when it comes to this shit. Every time. You don't, you don't have to agree with somebody to have a conversation with them. Just keep running it. The more information oh, yeah. that's out there, like that's the only way you're going to get to the truth. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, in today's day and age, you have to dig and click and read and search to get to the truth. And if people stop talking about yeah, it, it gets, then, it's rough, too. Yeah, if people stop talking about it, then you're not going to have a conversation anymore. Right. And it just falls to the wayside. And then people are wondering about how much money they're going to send to Ukraine as opposed to whether or not interdimensional beings are right here beside us. <laughs> Valid point. Valid point. And there's the CIA again saying, shut, shut up. Stop talking. No, <laughs> oh, there's an email too. Oh, but yeah, I didn't realize that it's, it's about already that time. 
Nine thirty. We've been yakking. Yeah, I tried opening the lines. Nobody, nobody was vibing it tonight. So. No biters. No. That's fine. We have days like that. Yeah, every once in a while. We were kind of rolling. Kind of. On a roll. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But it's that time. Hollow cold. Thank you, everybody in the chat. Again, we had we had a pretty good pretty good turnout. There was not too shabby. Steady. Steady about 80 people in here. Yeah. It's dope. I'll take it. Oh, it's all good, Wade. We're not we're not guilt tripping anybody. Nobody's got to pack their bags for this guilt no. trip. <laughs> no. No. We just No, I don't mind just sitting here and bullshitting. And I'm fine with it. Yeah. If we would have took calls, you guys couldn't have talked about drinking your own pee. This is true. That's not a kink shame. It's not a kink shame. Uh, that being said, thanks for hanging out with us. Again, this is our Wednesday live show. Uh, we just kind of fired off the cuff, talk about articles we find over the week, open the lines up. Sometimes we get callers, sometimes we don't. So when this drops on the podcast and you're wondering why we're not talking about a specific uh, topic... That's because that show aired the day before this one. It's true. Science. Science. But, yes, thank you everyone for hanging out. Thanks for everybody being cool. Uh, we appreciate all the kind words in the chat. Uh, you guys help us keep trucking forward. We definitely appreciate all of you. So, everybody have a safe week. Stay warm. Stay safe stay weird and every opportunity you get keep the conversation moving it's the only way we're going to know what's going on the only way we're going to get to the truth keep talking keep asking questions keep moving forward